0: Welcome to Fans of the Forge where we are recapping Season 6, Episode 14, The Battle of Branches, the very final round of the bracket where a champion will be decided and win $50,000.
1: It's been a hell of a matchup. It's been
0: pretty good. It's been really good. There's been some great episodes
1: as we watch each of these different armed uh, military forces compete amongst themselves and now they're going to compete against each other. So this is a pretty...
0: Interesting matchup. So, getting down to it, our guys this week, we have Tyler Heckberth from the Army, six years of service, and he is at Wolf River Forge on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mike Andriaco from the Air Force, 21 years of service, and he is at Alpha Forge Works. Gene Hodges as a Marine, 21 years of service. He is at Liberty Forge USMC. And Lee Crawford. Navy, four years of service at Lee Crawford 4774. So, check those guys out on Instagram. So, for round one, our guys are tasked with making or taking 1095 and 15N20 to make a Damascus pattern of their choosing, then forge an M3 trench knife. It's been used by all branches since 1943. It serves as the base design for future bayonets must have a false edge that runs at least one-third the length of the blade, have a through tang, and an acid etch. They must make as close to an exact replica of the example M3 trench knife.
2: So that's cool, though, where it's like, here's the thing, make this thing. Yeah. Whatever you may or may not know about an M3, make this one.
1: Right. It's really, that's difficult. This, I think, might have been... I mean, obviously, it's going to be the most difficult challenge up. it's the finale episode. Yeah, yeah. that is really crazy because they're also forcing them into doing Damascus, which some have experience with and some don't.
0: True. So for Tyler, he starts with cleaning his steel, makes a 40-layer billet, and is first to quench and holds it in the air uh, in the oil for longer than we usually see. Um, Yeah,
1: why didn't we comment about that? He was
0: just holding it in, and usually... He
2: likes to let it cool down a bit in the oil.
1: Yeah.
0: A little bit more than... Before most guys pull it out and check it for for warping, I suppose. Right. For Mike, um, he's comfortable making Damascus, and was making more layers because the other guys are. And the second set of welds did not take, and he does not start over.
2: So the Damascus that they had to make... I think it was at minimum 12. And so Tyler at least is like immediately, okay, I'm going to do more than that. And so Mike's like, well, if they're doing more than that, I should do more than that.
0: Yeah. yeah. They say, you know, bring it, final round. Well, you know, could bite you. Oh, yeah, it's hmm. true. So Gene, uh, he was stoking his steel and asked to clean it. And was aiming for a 72 or 140 layer billet. It's lofty. Um, the first forge ball didn't take and he started again using his cup, his little drinky cup to <laughs> yeah. soak more steel. Um, then use the uh, oxy-acetylene torch to quench his blade as he did on uh, the previous his previous show. Yeah, he likes doing the edge quench. Yeah.
2: With the acetone is that a thing that they've done before and we just didn't really know that that's how they clean it?
0: Uh, I think I've seen that on a uh, one or two episodes before, but yeah, usually don't they don't show guys cleaning him at all. <laughs> you know, if anything, they might take it to the grinder.
1: Yeah, yeah be the oh, okay. grinder, but
0: yeah, not not usually.
2: It seems like a pretty easy when you have to clean a lot of built like a lot of pieces. That seems easier than going to the grinder,
0: right? Yeah, I would agree with that. And moving on to Lee, he was soaking his steel in acetone as well. Him and Jean had a bucket together with acetone in it. Um, he has never made Damascus or seen an M3 trench knife until this episode. I uh, decided to make a raindrop Damascus instead of folding steel um, and doing a multi-layer,
1: which I thought was
0: brilliant, smart. Yeah, you know,
1: you don't ha- you have a lot less chance of delamination. I'm right. Trying to get that he's to not.
0: Start. He said he he wasn't going to risk having forge welds not take, you know, and, and falling apart. Right. <laughs> Um, and he was uh, getting a little crazy with Big Blue, and it built, went flying across the forge toward Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. It flew like a propeller. It was just like a. It was it just, wild. It was the way that
1: it was curved and the way that Blue caught it, it just like caught it at the right angle to just yeah. fling it. It was really something.
0: Uh, he was being very digil- diligent to measure the example knife and meet the parameters. And with minutes left, he found a D-lamb at the tip of his blade, like along the spine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And so we weren't sure how far that went. So moving on to judging. Uh, For Tyler, uh, they said it had beautiful work, great Damascus pattern. Um, He had the wrong kind of tip. Uh, It was more of a drop point instead of the spear point. Uh, For Mike, it was more of a dagger shape, um, but really solid looking. For Gene, it has a shape they're looking for, but needs to do more grinding on the false edge to really define it because it kind of didn't really exist that much. Right. And for lead, the crack or DLAM along the edge uh, was not just a tip. So um, they actually showed deliberation, which they haven't shown yeah. in a long time. That I
1: couldn't was fun. tell you the last time
2: they yeah, did it. Yeah, I don't know. And I, I, I know a that. lot of people,
1: <laughs> a lot, uh, at least a few people, commented on the the Fortune Fire discussion group. Saying like, oh, it's so good to see them actually (laughs) talking about it and going to the deliberation room.
0: I think the, I guess they didn't need to, but it felt like they kind of needed to just because these knives are pretty close. Yeah. So it wasn't one that was like really just bad. Right. And there's been a decent amount of like
1: episodes where they had semi-catastrophic failures and stuff during the second round of testing Mm -hmm. that they didn't even need to bother go back and deliberate because it already figured it out for them.
0: So, um, in the end, Lee got the boot because of the crack in that calling a question, the structural integrity of the rest of it. So, moving on to round two.
2: Uh, must have a skull crusher and an S guard. Needs to acid etch a second time. So, they didn't acid etch the first round, or at least they were supposed to. They didn't show it. But then with whatever they were fixing, they probably would have had to acid etch to show Differences was that the. Well, point I think if they're yeah.
0: grinding, they're
2: they're grinding you know, it off. Yeah, whatever they're they had it done.
0: Off.
1: Yeah, so okay. they they want it originally on there so that you can see the Damascus pattern because that highlights it. Mm-hmm. But then they know, obviously, they have to go back and finish this thing, and that's why they required it a second time. Gotcha.
2: So Tyler is fixing the tang by putting the blade in the water and heating the tang, and he fixes the tip with about twenty minutes left of the round. Mike starts with grinding the blade to make it the right shape because he had more of a dagger. Um, He attempts a burn through, and something caught fire. What caught fire? Was it the towel that was on the blade? It looked like an excessive amount of fire.
1: Well, I mean, it's wood scales, and so they were. It was taking the inside was actually physically burning.
2: Okay, I don't know. It just seemed like more flame than any other time we've seen burn. Well, I think
1: I think they made a comment that it looked like they're burning. He was burning up his wood. I think Doug's something yeah. like that. Like, I think it was just the thing was so hot, and he was holding it on there for so long that it was burning up the wood way more than people normally did with that.
0: He's like, I don't know what to do to get it going. I'm like, just tap it a little bit. Like, I mean, he's just like holding it and his flames going around his hand. I'm like, dude, just. <laughs> well, you got to be concerned about breaking it. Well, I know, but I like just give it some taps because it's hollow all the way through. So you just. Oh yeah. And once he got it, it did go eventually. Yeah. Which I was like, oh.
2: Yeah, it works. Okay. So that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then, when he was painting the pommel, it bent inside, so that was sad for him. And yes. he needed to acid etch with fifteen seconds. Left. He got it in
1: the acid; that's all <laughs> yeah. that mattered. When the pommel bent, that—that that was the tang of the knife. Right? That was that the was tang the, piece that
0: that just bent a little bit. Yeah.
2: Mm. So yeah, Mike had a bit of a nail biter around. <laughs> yeah. Gene, um, he was starting with the handle, and we'll fix the bevels later. He surprises Will by shouting at him at the time. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was good. Um, and then he did not start grinding until about twenty minutes left in the round. So for testing, there was an oil can bash and stab. Um, Gene, the tip held up well. Chips and rolls in the edge, and uh, Gene hammed it up for the cameras during the test. We oh, made a yeah. note of that. Um, Tyler, the blade held up really well. The guard was more of a z guard, but otherwise, well done. And, Mike, the edge held fine, but the pommel's now loose.
1: It's not a good sign.
2: Then next was the Sandman slice. Um, Jean. there was glinting and rolls from the previous test, but did not affect the ability to cut. It will cut. Tyler had nice balance, and overall it will cut. And then, Mike, the edge has a spot that was not sharp at all. Um, did he get a chance to grind sharpness into his blade or he was just so pressed for time that he got in the acid he, edge
1: he did what he could yeah so he just didn't get a full grind on the edge
2: so the tip was sharp enough to cut when thrusting um and overall it will cut but there was that one spot that wasn't sharp at all and um mike got the boot as a result of it the old blade
1: that's a shame but yeah. no. we move on to the final round and this answers the question that we had last week for what can they possibly have these guys make that would be in theme in theme Mm -hmm. for all the branches yeah Yeah. so they decided they were going to have them make general george washington's lion head coteau and it was only one of two swords worn by general george washington during the revolutionary war he was proud that it was made in america and it had been custom forged for him by a bladesmith in philadelphia That history is pretty awesome. I had no idea. I mean, you always see the pictures of George Washington with the sword and other guys with their swords. You don't think about the fact that there had to have been bladesmiths making them at the time. True. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, Pretty cool history right there.
2: Then the fun fact of the the sword in the one picture isn't actually the right sword. It should have been this one. (laughs) Yeah,
1: that's pretty neat. And so anyway, this particular sword was designed for rapid cuts and brutal thrusts. They had to have their blade be between 28 and 30 inches long with an upswept rear quillion, a downswept front quillion, and a line head pommel. And they again had four days to complete Oh, What do you know? So we go to their home forges, and Tyler, for day one, he's just making his billet. He's doing a Damascus billet again uh, with 1084 and 15N20. He did the same combination for his last. Uh, final round weapon, and that did right. pretty well for him. And you know he he's making he's he's experienced with making it, so it looks okay. awesome. Oh yeah, when you see the Damascus billet that he's working mm-hmm. with. For day two, he planned to quench his blade, and he came up with a new solution for the issues he was having in the the previous episode uh, that he was on, where he was having trouble getting his blade heated all the way uniformly. So he put this square tube inside the forge to kind of almost work as like an induction oven. So the heat hits that part, and then just only the heat is going through there, and it's not the full flame. It's kind Mm -hmm. of being spread through the metal. And so that was a neat idea, and it worked pretty well for him. He was able to quench that thing without any real major issues. Then for day three, they didn't show anything. And on day four, he basically said i've never carved anything before but i'm gonna have to carve something so i might as well try it out and he Mm -hmm. shaped a lion's head on the grinder pretty nice Mm -hmm. rotary tool it looked awesome yeah it was really nice and then for gene on day one you see him back at his shop with the crazy ass five burner forge. yeah and he talks immediately about using the log wap method which was was a nice name for that the log web (laughs) method um and it just so happened the piece that he used to bend his blade last time was still there and so he didn't have to cut it this time he just had it ready to go it
2: was the same parameter right yeah Yeah. the
1: same parameter for how much that had to be bent so that was easy like he had no issue shaping that blade i want to try that
0: out we can do that yeah
1: we can try that
0: and so (laughs) that'll be all we ever make though (laughs) <laughs> like have always, a well, like, if you're gonna have it, like, just keep using it.
1: Oh yeah, because every <laughs> knife and sword you make right. has a little bit of a curve yeah. to it. I'm good with that. Okay. And so on day two, he heat treated the blade, and then on day three, he started to make his lion's head pommel by using wax casting. Yes. and This was the first time he's ever done wax casting, and it did not go well. Mm. There was multiple attempts mm. with different types of metal and they just were not working out for him. No. And then on day 4, it starts with him sitting on this like front porch playing the banjo. Yeah. Just for like a second and he goes, All right. "Well then." Yeah. And then they just go right into <laughs> yeah. the shop. And uh he attempts again to cast the head in pewter this time and it still is not looking up to snuff, so he just takes the silver one that he has and does whatever he can to finish the handle on it, but he did not put a whole lot of work into finishing the handle yeah. because
0: he spent yeah. so much time working on this the head and it yeah. didn't, look, didn't look good he he acknowledged himself it didn't look good and I I have to agree with him yeah it and didn't look good. you know the judges never said anything about it I thought I thought for sure they were gonna comment on like on eh. yeah well yeah true so I I thought they might have said something in the well, you know, sometimes they show the guys talking, right? And
1: explain and talking about, like, well, do you have any issues? And they talk about their no. blade. You know they're cutting out a small chunk of what they... You know, <laughs> yeah. these guys are going into yeah. detail, I bet, when they're explaining what happened. So if he's going into detail and explaining it to them...
2: And identifying how he's probably not... Perhaps. Yeah, yeah I know
1: <laughs> it doesn't look good here because of this, but I'm sure that's going on. Yeah. So, anyway...
0: Yeah. Move on to testing.
1: We move on to testing. It starts with our keel test is a pig carcass assault. And for Tyler, Doug takes uh asks Tyler if he's ready to go. Ooh. And then Tyler goes and grabs Gene's flask and takes yeah. a swig and he goes, Yeah, go for it.
2: They planned that. Oh yeah, <laughs> they had to have.
1: But what if they didn't?
2: And then Gene took it in stride. Oh yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> Well, they didn't stop Gene later on from doing the same thing for How a different test. Yeah.
2: It's, precedent has been set that apparently you can bring flasks. Yeah, the yeah, guys uh,
1: just the guys just laughed. The judge yeah. just laughed. So I guess yeah. I guess that's something to keep in mind, future contestants. Hey,
0: bring some booze.
1: So, uh, Doug says the handle construction for Tyler's is just right, and the edge is sharp. It will keel. And for Gene, the chain on his handle broke and was hanging off. And it was a very heavy blade. The cylindrical round handle that he had uh, with the weight of it was, was causing it to rotate in Doug's hand, but it still will keel. For the strength test, we had the Dave Baker ice block chop.
2: Which I haven't seen ice block in a while either.
1: Yeah, that no. was good to see the ice block again. And uh, I think this is a good time to bring up what we were talking about prior to recording the episode. Where I feel like after seeing some posts on the Facebook page and people criticizing the show,
0: Mm.
1: we've thought about how, you know, we give Dave Baker a lot of shit.
0: I I say we don't give him that much shit.
1: It's still, it's, you know, we poke fun. We poke fun. We don't go harsh. But apparently other people go harsh. And that's what caused... Not cool, guys. Right. It is not cool. But that face was... Something else. (laughs) Anyway, you know, somebody pointed out—I think it was Derek Hmm. Melton—that Dave Baker is making all of these weapons, the final weapons and stuff, within the a week. You know, before these guys are coming in, or or before they show them the weapon and everything. So he's putting in work, and he's getting these things put together in a really short amount of time. Yeah, I'd
2: forgotten that fact, and I was thinking one of them during this tournament. It looked so much like it came from a museum
1: mm-hmm.
2: that I thought it had.
1: Yeah, so he does impressive work, and um, we should give him a little more credit for that. I, st- I don't know if I'd want to buy a phone case still. Uh, he has nothing to do with that. <laughs> he doesn't.
0: I know. I was thinking about that too. Like As much grief as we give about this phone case, I don't think he requested that his face be put on a phone case. <laughs> That's a good point. So, yeah, that's a good point. Shameless We're, marketing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway, we move on. So Dave Baker swinging that sword at the ice block. And for Tyler, his chain fell off, but there was no edge damage, so it was okay. And for Gene, this is when he takes a swig from the flask. Uh, the blade edge is still there and sharp, but the chain fell completely off at this mm. point, And the blade bent on the ice block. Um... But even though it bent and the chain fell off, Dave said the biggest issue was the the design of the handle. Well he had to stop midway and, and, rotate, and rotate it. Again. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah. Okay. We're not looking so hot, but we'll see what happens. So for the sharpness test, we have the Hessian charge. And there were dummies that would
0: charge forward and Doug would, like, slash at that. This sounds like it's going to be an awesome visual, oh, like, it, test. It like It's going to be really cool. Like, these dudes coming at Doug and he's like, bam, bam, bam. There's going to be blood everywhere. So tell us about it, Chris. <laughs> I mean, you pretty much described it to a Hold T. Hold on. It wasn't that, it wasn't that <laughs> impressive. It wasn't that impressive. <laughs> it
1: wasn't. It was a little hokey. They had these, like... You see these MMA dummies, right? Those are usually like oh, yeah. MMA right. gyms, but they've loaded them up with the blood packs that they use yeah. for movies, you know, effects, right? So that when he goes and hits them, right. it's cutting and, and shooting they're blood they're wearing
0: everywhere. revolutionary period clothing.
1: But they don't have arms or legs. It's just right. the torso and
0: the head. There's a shirt, there's a coat, and th- here you go. And they're
1: on just like, it, it seemed like someone was just like pushing a little cart, like,
2: eh, at yeah. Doug while that was
1: happening. I mean, they who did knows?
2: surprise the Hessians.
1: Oh, you think that was the reason? For no. That?
2: <laughs>
1: <Look>. <laughs> anyway, it is what it Those is. Damn Hessians. <laughs> for Tyler the weight of the weapon prevented Doug from attacking fast with the blade but it was still very sharp and it was going all the way through the dummies it will cut and for Gene based on how it was bent and you know the design of it and the weight he could really only do impact hits not right. slashing and so it wasn't doing the same damage it was like hitting it and doing a little nicks in but it couldn't get the the, the Deep cuts that a slash would get, but it still will cut. Yes. So it came down to Gene versus Tyler, and Tyler wins it Yay. because the cylindrical handle and the bend in the blade was just too much, mm. and Gene got sent home. Which I was kind of rooting for him, and not not that I didn't like that Tyler won. I think Tyler is badass. But when I, you know, when we were watching the episode, I was like, I think he's gonna win it. I think after the whole fox hat thing, he's gonna come back <laughs> and he's gonna you, be like, "You wanna like, say
2: why you really thought he was gonna win it?" What did I say? That you saw him post something somewhere that he bought something really expensive. That's right. That's what it was.
1: <laughs> I saw him post on Instagram that he just got a new coal uh, Ironworks press. Uh-huh. a pretty big piece of machinery. And I was like, "There's no way <laughs> he he won it, and he's already spending the money before he, the episode aired. But then I, Teresa reminded me that they don't get the money till after the episode airs. But he could so won, was unfounded. But maybe he <laughs> ordered it and like credit on credit, and he's like, "Listen, maybe. listen," and I <laughs> well, he didn't win though. So <laughs> right? Right? So I guess, yeah. so guess I guess that's, that that rolls the whole thing out. Anyway, yeah. it was a good episode. Yeah. It was really some good challenges there. And all the Smiths that made it there did a great job. Yeah. And once again, thank you all for your service. Everybody that competed in the whole tournament.
2: You wrote down Jean's parting quote.
1: Oh, and I did want to uh, talk about that because I thought it was kind of neat. Um, you know, they talk to the contestants after they are on the show. And usually the guy that doesn't win, he goes off and they have a little interview with him. And sometimes it's, you know... It is what it is. It's yeah. not, they're not the best interviews. It could be a sentence here or there. But Gene had this, this whole insightful. thing that he said. It was very insightful. He leaves on a good note saying, I learned that it's not just about the metal being forged in fire. I feel like I've been forged in fire. And it's how you handle the ups and downs, the wins and losses, and it'll determine really quick how you've been heat treated throughout your life. Mm. Interesting. Food for
0: thought. Mm-hmm. Put that on a gravestone.
1: My, That's really morbid. Why, why would gravestone? you put it on a gravestone? Why not? I, I mean, you could. Like, I guess that could be a quote that you might want to be known for if it, if it was a famous well, quote. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, it's not like I came up with it, so I can't put it on mine.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, I have
0: to change some words in it, maybe. <laughs> Make it about wood instead of metal or something. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Alright, well we'll have to do that We'll keep yeah. that in mind when All it comes right. up, Sean
0: Alright, if, <laughs> if I go out, man Just put put something down That's kind of cool
1: He sat there He sat there, <laughs> he was fun to podcast with
0: Yeah, he's like a piece of wood Like you can scrape some pieces off But it's still sturdy
2: <laughs> <laughs> So we've got it recorded That's yeah. the Sean's Gravestone
1: With that note, (laughs) thanks, everybody, for watching the episode. Thanks, everybody, who subscribed to our YouTube channel or our Facebook pages and all that good stuff. We do have a giveaway going on. The 1,000 subscriber giveaway It's ending in a week. So good on it. Let's be real about this. I still have not located somebody to get these dolls made, and I'm having a tough time finding someone. So if I have to extend it again, I will, but I really don't want to. So I'm going to try to come up with something. See if I can find somebody to help us out. All right. Anyway, so that's that. All of the posts about those are on our Instagram and All Facebook. Right. You can go find that there. Um, we are doing this thing through the podcasting service uh, anchor that we use where you have a messaging system
0: where people can. That's right.
1: If you're yeah. looking at the description of the video or if you look in the podcast notes, there's a link where you can send us a voice message and then it'll come into our Anchor account and we can check it out and maybe put it in an episode and say, hey, we had somebody leave us a message and we'll we'll play it on the show. So if you want to be featured on the show, send us a message yeah. and, you know. Maybe we th- will. Maybe we will, depending on the content.
2: Yeah, We don't want to post if you're yelling at us.
1: Please don't yell at us <laughs> on, the, on the thing or I will not listen to it. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's everything. Sounds great. Thanks everybody for watching. You have a good night.
0: Okay, sticking something to this. tag?
1: Oh, is my velcro. Oh. All
2: right. All right. <laughs> Uh, it's no better
1: <laughs> You know We give Dave Baker A lot of shit But he does a lot Of good work on that show And he puts together All these weapons Well how
0: much shit Do we really give him Besides it's the phone It's really case? just the hands It's the hands, the hands And the phone case Well he's oh, just got big hands Well, big soft hands <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad That this has been